Hi, Rebels. This Financial Literacy Month, Rebel Girls teamed up with Greenlight, the debit card and money app for families, to bring you everything you need to be smart with your money and to build healthy habits that last a lifetime. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to make smart choices with every penny, whether you're saving for something special or learning to invest. Greenlight gives kids the power to be independent and grown-ups can trust that their kids have money wherever they are. Sign up at greenlight.com slash rebelgirls to get your first month at no cost and start building money confidence for life. Once upon a time, there was a girl who was ready to start a revolution. Her name was Chu Jin. Chu was born in 1875 in China, at a time when the government was in turmoil and men were talking about change. But women and girls? They had no say in how they spent their days. They were expected to sit quietly at home, cooking and sewing for their families. Chu didn't want to stay at home, threading a needle or stirring a pot of soup. She wanted to learn martial arts and sword fighting. Most of all, she wanted to make her own choices. She dreamed of following her fierce passions and blazing a trail for all women. Sometimes she wrote poems and notes about all the ideas she had swirling through her brain. But while Chu's heart and mind were free, her feet were bound. Chinese culture at that time demanded that women have tiny feet. The perfect size was just three inches long. Small feet helped the girl's parents find her a good husband. Chu didn't care about men, but it didn't matter. Her parents wrapped her feet with strips of cloth, binding them so that her bones curled inward and made her feet look small. But even with her feet bound, Chu learned how to ride horses and how to control the power of a glistening sword. And of course, she kept writing. When Chu was 21 years old, her father forced her to marry Wang Tingzhong a man who wasn't interested in anything. Chu had to say goodbye to her mom and dad and go live with Wang's family. That was the custom. She and Wang had two children, one boy and one girl. Chu's life felt more and more constrained. All the men she knew could do whatever they wanted and pursue their dreams. But Chu and other women could only serve as wives, mothers and daughters. My body will not allow me to mingle with the men, Chu wrote. But my heart is far braver than that of a man. She knew her heart was brave. She knew she deserved more. But how could she make society recognize women as equal to men? 
I have to tell you about my friend Penelope. She is hilarious. She only eats cheese doodles and canned beans, and she loves to sing and fly through walls. Wait, did I tell you that Penelope is my imaginary friend? Well, she is, but she's totally real to me. Anywho, Penelope and I are very excited because there's a new movie coming out on May 17 all about imaginary friends. It's called IF, which stands for Imaginary Friends. Pretty cool, am I right? IF is so much fun with lovable fuzzy giants and bright new galaxies. It stars Kaylee Fleming as B, a girl who discovers that she can see everyone else's IFs. Meanwhile, Cal, played by Ryan Reynolds, can also see ifs. Together, they team up and go on a magical adventure to reconnect forgotten ifs with their kids. If is from the brilliant mind of writer-director John Krasinski. It also stars John Krasinski, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Maya Rudolph, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt, Aquafina and Steve Carell, just to name a few. It celebrates the incredible power of curiosity and creativity, and it's definitely a laugh-out-loud adventure for the whole family. If comes out in theaters starting May 17th and is guaranteed to knock your socks off. What? Oh, Penelope says she wears two pairs of socks at all times. Also, that imaginary friends get limitless refills on popcorn. So join us in the theater on May 17. Bring your imaginary friends, too. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Suddenly, a new door opened for Chu. Her husband moved the family to Beijing, China's capital city, far away from their sleepy town where nothing ever happened. In Beijing, Chu could feel the energy of the people. They were pushing for a new kind of government. She made friends with other strong women, and she started to do what men did. She studied politics and tried wearing a suit and a hat like a man. And one day, Fueled with wild courage, hope, and strength, Chu took a forbidden step. She cut the bindings off her feet. As she unraveled the strips of cloth that had broken her years ago, she trembled with excitement. Unbinding my feet, I clean out a thousand years of poison, she wrote. Then she walked out the door of her home and boarded a ship for Japan, leaving her husband, children, China, everything she knew, behind. Chu was free, but her heart ached. 
She was sad to leave her family, even though she needed to do this for herself and for all Chinese women. In Japan, Chu spent her days practicing martial arts and writing about women demanding their rights. She dressed in men's clothes and carried a sword when she went into town. People were not used to women being so bold and speaking out for what they wanted. A few years later, Chu returned to China and started a magazine called Chinese Women's Journal. She also worked at a school and secretly trained people to push the Qing dynasty out of power forever. Chu's friends warned her that soldiers were watching her and she was in danger. But Chu insisted she was ready to fight for women's rights and a new government. She refused to back down. Sadly, Chu's friends were right. One day, Qing soldiers rumbled through the door and arrested Chu. Even sentencing her to death. But still, this would not be the end of Chu's story. Chu's voice and vision grew stronger even after she was killed. From the day she left her husband until her death, just four years had passed, but she had planted the seeds of feminism across China and Japan. And change did come thanks to brave revolutionaries like Chu. Foot binding was outlawed soon after Chu's death, and her poems were shared with people around the world. In 1950, the new Chinese government banned marriages like the one Chu was forced into, and women gained the same rights as men to study and learn. Today, Chu Jin is a hero around the world and a symbol of strength and purpose. People share her writing when they want to feel inspired. Her words show us the way. Don't speak of how women can't become heroes. Alone, I rode the winds eastward for 10,000 leagues. Chu's legacy continues to spread and grow even today. Her rebel spirit lives on every time a woman stands up for her rights. Every time she states her feelings loud and proud. Every time she cuts the cloth that binds her and steps bravely into the unknown. This podcast is a production of Rebel Girls. It's based on the book series, Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. The story was produced by Katie Lopez with sound design and mixing by Mumble Media. It was written by Gina Gotzel. Fact-checking by Joe Radigan. Narration by Teresa C. Poe. Original theme music was composed and performed by Letra Barjaki. Thank you to the whole Rebel Girls team who make this podcast possible. Stay Rebel! Thanks for listening to this episode, Rebels. Did you know there's a whole world of Rebel Girls to explore? Go to rebelgirls.com more to check out our latest books, t-shirts, crafting kits, and, well, more. 
Visit rebelgirls.com slash more. Until next time, stay rebel.